Roto Grinders presents your first word in daily fantasy sports. The Morning Grind, Stevie TPFL and Company are here to jumpstart your analysis on today's DFS slate. Without further ado, here's your host, Stephen Young. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Thursday, it is March 14th, it's 2019, and we have six basketball games to talk about here on today's slate. Joined by my good buddy, Will, Chief Justice of Six. How are you doing, my friend? Doing good, man. Uh, ready to get this pie going. You know, I think I said on Monday that, you know, it was going to be a good week, and for sure it has been a good week so far. We'll see how tonight goes. I know I just kind of mentioned I'm, I'm right on the edge of some profit. Uh, still got Curry going, but but that's my last player. So, uh, but we'll see. Like I said, o- overall, man, it's been a good week and um, ready to get going. This is an interesting little slate. Um, a lot of, uh, this, I think this is the toughest slate of the week so far. Yes, yeah, back to back, some injury news that we don't know that we're waiting on. Um, so obviously, like you said, it's a tough one, um, and we're gonna have to be really paying attention to news here uh, throughout the day. So uh, before we get into it and break down these games, if you guys haven't checked out our sponsor, make sure you head on over there, check them out. It is fantasydraft.com. If you sign up through the Rotor Grinders link, so we guys get access to any cool promos that we run with Fantasy Draft. Um, we're always running a bunch of cool promos with them, so. If you haven't uh, checked them out and you want to check them out, you can always join the Listeners League. It's five bucks, um, and you know it's a really strong payout structure. Pays pretty deep. Um, not going to get rich off of it, but it gives you an idea uh, to check it out and really learn how to uh, roster construct over there. It's way different than FanDuel and DraftKings. Uh, it's a completely different animal. So. How FanDuel and DraftKings are completely different animals. Uh, Fantasy Draft, even though the pricing is very similar to DraftKings um, and the scoring is similar to DraftKings, the roster construction is not similar to DraftKings. So um, if you haven't checked them out, make sure you check them out. And like I said, the the listeners link will be in the comments of the podcast section, rotogrinders.com slash podcast, and uh, just click the podcast from today. Well, let's get started. We got the Thunder. We got the Pacers. We got a 222 total here. Pacers favored by one in this game. Uh, OKC on a back-to-back. Didn't see any injury news come out of their camp. Um, <laughs> out of their camp, you know, after that game uh, against Brooklyn, you know, it was, a, it was a closer game. And, you know, if you look at the minutes, like all the Thunder guys played the minutes. And, um, you know, Derek and I talked about Westbrook coming out and was like, reminding people that he's Russell Westbrook after all that stuff happened. And um, it surely happened. He put up 72 fantasy points. Uh, the Pacer side of things, Evans is out. Uh, what are we looking at here as far as, you know, the Thunder go? Man, um, I you know, I've actually done really well uh, by just not playing teams against the Pacers. And the Pacers are at home. I love Westbrook. I, I definitely, you know, we talk about dynamic pricing. And, uh, I mean, which Westbrook has been starting to get fairly cheap anyway. He's 10-9. Uh, obviously, obviously, Mr. Westbrook is matchup proof. And with some of the options we have on this slate, it may be advantageous to take a shot on him. 
I'm just not ready to commit to saying I'm going to play him right now. Um, I've got, you know, at least one or two games that, that I feel like I like a little bit more than this one that I think I might be able to to get a little bit more upside from some other guys. But uh, obviously, I, I'm never going to discourage anyone from playing Westbrook and, and my favorite DFS player this year, Paul George. Um, you know, despite rumors of Paul George being hurt, he had another good game tonight. So, uh, but but that's kind of where I am. I, I don't really want to take a shot on them going into Indiana. Um, OKC is going to push the pace, but I, I just I, I don't want to take a shot on them today in this spot. Yeah, like how much are they really going to push the pace on a back-to-back? Like, you know, with travel, back-to-back with travel. Like, I think we could see them play a little slower tonight um, than we have in the past. Um, and I, I honestly, I need to look at like their back-to-back um, pace stats for the season and really dig into it. But I could see this game going a little bit slower. You know, you mentioned the Pacers; they're one of the best defensive teams in the league. They allow the fourth fewest fantasy points per game uh, to opposing teams. Like they play so slow and they play such good defense that it's really tough to trust anybody here. Now, um, you know, Westbrook's always in play. Paul George is certainly somebody that I'm looking at after you know shooting nine for eighteen. He kind of showed us that like he's still he's okay. Um, you know, taking 18 shots, making half of them. He showed us um, on Wednesday that he's fine. So, little worried on a back-to-back. I can't lie. Um, obviously, things change in this game, uh, or as far as the Thunder go, if anybody gets ruled out here. Um, but just not a lot stand out to me. Grant's price where he should be. Um, what are we looking at here on the Pacers? Man, um, I wish I could play some of these guys as well. I'm, I'm just not interested, in, and I think part of it is the game. Collison had a really nice game against the Knicks. Bogdanovich has been playing so well that now he's overpriced, I think. Um, you know, Thad Young is kind of right where he should be for most nights. And just I, I, I got to bring this statement out early, but this is a team that they just don't have any meat on the bone at any position. So I can't play any paces that there's no room for upside here. Yeah, the only guy that like I it, I would need like no value to open up on the slate to be honest to play this guy, but Wesley Matthews is still forty two hundred and playing thirty five plus minutes a night. Um, no Tyreek Evans, the minutes are going to be there. It's just you know you you rely on Matthews to score, and if he doesn't score like twenty actual points, the road to him getting his ceiling game is really low. But you know, Will, I was looking at this slate before we got started, and depending on some injury news, we might not have a ton of value on the slate. Now, if injury news goes the other way, we'll have a ton of value on the slate. So we'll have to see how it plays out. But I, I just wanted to throw him out there. He's still playing a ton of minutes at 4200 Collison's price where he should be. Thaddeus um, is price where he should be. You know, Sabonis would be a little bit more interesting if they were playing him more, but... You know, it's not like the Thunder plays terribly big, so I don't know if they they would use him as much in this game as they would, you know, in in a different type of game. Um, Like, they used him a lot against Detroit, which makes a ton of sense. Yeah. um, I mean, look, if if I knew Sabonis – I mean, I'm just being honest. If I knew he was going to get 25 to 28 minutes, like, he would be a great play today at 5,400. I mean – 
you know, even if you just look at the bare minimum stats, I mean, the guys averaged, you know, 31 fantasy points per game this year, you know. But right now he's getting more like 20 minutes, and I, I just I can't risk it here on, on, in this spot. I just can't risk it. Um, all right, let's move on. We got Cleveland at Orlando. No total in this game. Orlando is on a back-to-back, and uh, Aaron Gordon was questionable going into Wednesday's game and ended up playing. So we'll have to see um, how it plays out. And then on the Cleveland side, Larry Nance and Tristan Thompson are both still out. Um, let's start with Cleveland. What are we looking at here as far as the Cavs go? Well, I, I think I think this is the spot where you know you may, you may end up on some value. So when I look at this team, and I'm looking at Colin Sexton at 5K, I, Orlando's been playing just outstanding basketball here down the stretch. I know they lost tonight in Washington, but they've been playing great. But Colin Sexton at 5K, I mean, the guy's been playing, you know, over 30 minutes now for basically since before the All-Star break. And and now he's starting to get a lot more involved with the shooting, scoring. I mean, he scored over 25 real points the last three games, 27, 28, 26. That which resulted in 34 fantasy points, 42 fantasy points, 32 fantasy points, and he's still 5K, so really hasn't gotten a price increase as much as I would have expected. I mean, he's been in the mid 4K to upper 4K range, and now he's just 5K. Uh, I think Jordan Clarkson could possibly be in a bounce back spot, let everybody down the other night. I don't expect a lot of people to be on him. Uh, Brandon Knight, if Della Vadova uh, is out again. Uh, look for, I'm going to look for Brandon Knight to play, you know, around 25 minutes at 3,500. Uh, I, I don't hate that. Uh, we've got David Nawaba here who, who's playing, you know, I don't think he'll play as many minutes because Kevin Love will be back. Uh, and then, you know, uh, Osman continuing to play 35 minutes. You know, I rolled him out and, and took my 40 fantasy points the other night. So he's kind of another value play that's st- still got a little room there. Uh, don't want to play Marquise Chris. I don't want to play Kevin Love at 8,100. Just I'm just not going to do that. Uh, and then that's about it. I, I don't even want to play Zizic here. I don't. I don't think you got, you're going to need him on this slate. But you know those 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 wings from Cleveland. Uh, all those guys are still pretty affordable. That's crazy. I think my favorite play from Cleveland is Brandon Knight. Um, Deladova's already ruled out. I forgot to write that down. Um, he's dealing with a concussion unless he passes concussion protocol on yeah. Thursday morning. Uh, he'll be out again. So I like Knight a lot at thirty five hundred. Um, if Deladova if doesn't play, we expect Knight to play around twenty five minutes, and um, he's just too cheap at thirty five hundred if he plays twenty five minutes. So. And obviously you can bust, but you know, anybody can bust. So I like the Sexton call, you know, the minutes are, are certainly up for him. So I, I certainly don't hate him. I like Sexton more than I like Clarkson. Um, just knowing and trusting the minutes and taking the minutes over, um, you know, one or one or the other. So, and like you said, love is just a little too expensive here, but and Vooch has been really good defensively this season, so I don't think I want to really attack that situation. I think that's one of the reasons that we like uh, the wings and the guards here. Um, Orlando Magic on a back-to-back, you know, coming off of a loss in a game that they needed to win against Washington. It was just an ugly game. You know, that game had one of the best totals on the slate, 
ended up being 190. Uh, neither team could get it going offensively. I uh, listened to some of that game driving back from the players, and it was just ugly. What are we looking at here as far as the Orlando Magic? You know, the guy that's been the most consistent is Vooch, uh, but he's so priced up. Like, his ceiling is a little limited at this price. Uh, is there anything here for Orlando? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've just learned that these bad teams. So here's the deal. You know, I just saw Joel Embiid annihilate Cleveland and what everybody thought was going to be a blowout. And I've said this all year that I don't trust Philly's defense, so I don't really care. And, you know, I had four or five Cavaliers, whatever, whatever it was. The bottom line is this. I, I, I trust Vooch to get the job done. At 9,200, uh, had a – I mean, Vooch had an okay game today as far as overall. I mean, listen, it, it looked good on paper, but like you said, man, they kind of – this game was on NBA TV. If any of you watched it, then you know this was kind of a struggle, even though, I mean, he put up 26 and 10 – this wasn't an easy 26 and 10. So uh, I, I I think this is a nice bounce back at home. I, I like Vooch here. Uh, Vooch has pretty much become one of my favorite centers on the slate. Obviously, we're going to get the Mark Gasol later, who is, is going to have the value. But I think if you want to pivot or if you want to play them both, I, I don't think I hate that. Um, you know, And then we've got Fournier and Terrence Ross who are still really cheap. They didn't really have good games here in Washington. Uh, they're going to be back at home. Obviously, we know these guys are uh, – we know that Terrence Ross is always a tournament play, uh, and I, I don't hate him on this slate as well. I don't think I'm going to play Augustine. I, I mean, he's not going to get tough defense today, but I think this will just be a spot where I will pass. But Vooch, Terrence Ross, I think those would be my my two favorite targets. Uh uh, Isaac is is still very cheap at fifty two hundred. I think if you're if you're playing tournaments, I think you take a stab on him as well. Yeah, like I like Ross. I played Ross on Wednesday, and he just uh, man that this that whole game like Augustine's really cheap, and Cleveland has been terrible against point guards all season. They allow the second most fantasy points per game to opposing point guards. Like the matchup for Augustine is really solid. I, I just you know, you look at Brandon Knight on the other side, and he has the same type of upside as Augustine for nine hundred dollars cheaper. So, that, that's my biggest issue with Augustine. And like, we know Augustine's minutes are not going to get extended. Uh, they don't like extending him. Um, Twenty-eight yeah. minutes special. That's what yeah. You like, <laughs> and I don't. And I talk about this all the time. I don't love shooters on a back-to-back. So, like, Terrence Ross is just really tough for me too. So. Like I think my favorite play is Isaac um, at, at fifty two hundred, and like I don't even feel great about that. So I, I just I don't know if it's Homer, if it was just the game on Wednesday has me a little scared about the Orlando Magic. You know, right now we want to play them because they're playing their guys' minutes, but uh, you know where the minutes are going to come from: Vooch, Gordon, Augustine, Isaac, Fournier, and and Ross. Um, it, it's just trying to figure out. Which one of those guys is going to have a good game um, here uh, against the Cleveland Cavs? And good luck figuring it out. (laughs) (laughs) Sacramento at Boston. It is uh, no total here because Marvin Bagley has been upgraded to questionable. Uh, We'll have to see if he ends up playing. Obviously, it can make a huge difference on how we attack Sacramento. Boston, Marcus Smart is questionable, and Tice is questionable. Uh, let's start with Sacramento. Obviously, like we're paying attention to Bagley news here because 
if Bagley plays, we don't expect him to play a ton, right? But does that mean Bielitsa is just going to lose the minutes that he's earned back? Like, it makes a difference, right? Like, we have to be paying attention to this. Yeah, so, I, I mean, listen, I, I nothing against Harry Giles or Harrison Barnes or any of these guys, but Bielitsa has been so good. I don't understand why they wouldn't just – take away somebody else's minutes, you know, let the guy continue to play. Um, man, he, he's been phenomenal outside of that. This, this is my, this is my favorite game on the slate period. Um, you know, I talked about it at the end of the podcast a few uh, days ago. Listen, I, I don't try to overthink this stuff, uh, especially down the stretch. It's just helped me to be so consistent this year for NBA. I, I target Washington, Sacramento, New Orleans, uh, there's a couple other teams, but listen, when these guys come, oh Atlanta, I, I just I don't play around, so I am not playing around. Sacramento, Boston, I, I will probably have a stack of this game somewhere, or it may be my primary target, which is what what I'm thinking right now. I like De'Aaron Fox in this spot. I know they're on the road against Boston. I know Boston just got a man. Boston got destroyed by the Clippers, by the way, 140 to 115. That was just an ugly game. They are back at home. I am expecting them to play well, but I'm expecting Sacramento to keep up here. Uh, so I, I really like De'Aaron Fox. Buddy Hill let us all down. I think you can go back to the well on him. I like Bogdanovich at 5,300. His minutes have been, you know, around 30 minutes most games. Uh, I think Bielisa played so well at Washington. They just they just couldn't bring Bogdan back. So no big deal. Um, but but I, I still like him as well. Uh, and then if if Bagley is out, I, I will take a shot on Kali Stein here. Uh, I know he, he hasn't been playing 30 minutes. He's been playing around, you know, upper upper to mid-20s, around 30 minutes. But at 5,500, uh, I'm willing to take a shot on him in, in this spot as well. And, and, of course, if Bagley is out, uh, I think he played Bielitsa uh, coming off the bench, you know, possibly for, for a scoring punch. So I, I love this game. Um, and, and I will try to get some exposure to the Sacramento side. Yeah, you know, I've been playing Buddy Heald for like a month. Um, I know he had a bad game the other night, but he consistently stays the guy that has the ceiling on this team. When he gets hot, he's the guy that can have big games. Um, shot six or 21 the other night. He still took 21 shots. Like, he's he's still taking his shots. Like, he had a bad shooting night. That's going to happen. He's not going to get there when he has bad shooting nights. We know that when we click his name and put him into our lineup. So um, don't mind, Buddy Heald. I agree with you. If Bagley's out, Bailitza is certainly in play. I don't mind Willie Cauley-Stein. I don't mind Bodanovich. Um, But really, for me, it's Bailitza and um, Buddy Heald. Um, I don't really like Fox here. I think Fox's price... I know he's had two really good games in a row, um, but I just I think the matchup is too tough for him here uh, going into Boston. Boston side of things, obviously we're paying attention to the news here on Smart. Um, if Smart doesn't play, like it's just been a common rule this year, right? Like if somebody misses the game for Boston, we we play Jalen Brown. Like it, it doesn't matter who it is. Like Tatum sat the other night. Jalen Brown had a good game. When somebody misses a game, they play Jalen Brown like 30 minutes, and he always <laughs> proceeds to crush his value. Um, what are we looking at here on Boston? There you go. I mean, you hit the nail on the head, man. It's like clockwork. Uh, he's always my first guy in from Boston. 
no matter who sits, Kyrie, uh, Tatum, Smart. If, if anybody's out, you, you just play him because now he's getting 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 those extra minutes. I really like Kyrie here. Uh, you know, I haven't kind of hit the hit my Kyrie button in a while. Uh, Kyrie's the guy I haven't been playing, but at 8,900 in this spot, my goodness, uh, I'm expecting a big game from Kyrie. I like Al Horford. Haven't hit the Al Horford button in a while. I did like him the other day and, and didn't play him. Thank God I did not. Uh, I think it's time to hit the Al Horford button here. Really like him as well. This is just a spot where these guys can can really go off here. Uh, I, I don't know what happened out there in L.A. Maybe these guys went and partied a little bit too much. One, one they blew out the Lakers, and then the next game they got blown out by the Clippers. So I think they might have had too much – Jamba Juice or something. I don't know what they did, but uh, either way, they're back home now. Uh, I'm excited about getting some exposure to these guys uh, in this spot. Like I said, I know we want to get the smart news. Uh, I think Marcus Morris will be in play. He's down to 4,500 now. Uh, and obviously, you know, he doesn't have the same upside game to game, but at this price against Sacramento, I mean, I, I'd be willing to play Kyrie, Morris, and Horford. Without question, I wouldn't have any problem playing all three in this spot. This is going to be a fast-paced offensive game. Really like these guys. Yeah, these two teams just played. Like they just played in Sacramento. Um, you know, I'm pretty sure they only played twice this season, and like they they're playing against each other very, very close together. Yeah. So, um, like Kyrie Ky- has, and Kyrie sat the last game too. By the way, yeah. So like you know, you can't really go off of the numbers from that game, but. I do like the Kyrie call. Um, he's certainly somebody I'm looking at. Like, I like Jalen Brown if Marcus Smart sits. Um, you like Horford more than me, but we haven't talked about a ton of centers on the slate yet. Uh, so I, I think Horford is certainly in play. He had a big game at Sacramento um, when they played in Sacramento. But, yeah, Kyrie was out. So, um, And then Marcus Morris, like you said, he's really, really cheap. Uh, I, I like Morris a little bit more uh, if – we get news that maybe one of these two guys sit like Tice sits or something and just a few extra minutes could potentially be there. Yeah. Um, Lakers at Toronto taking on the Raptors. 231 total here. Toronto favored by 10 in this game. Lonzo Ball is out. Hart is questionable. Chandler is questionable. And Ingram is out. On the Toronto side, Ibaka suspended for three games, so he's out. And Van Vliet is still out. Uh, let's start with the Lakers. What are we looking at here for L.A.? Well, I'm so glad we got to this game. One of the things I want to point out, man, uh, get ready, get ready, get ready. I, I've been trying to follow the standings. and I know the Lakers aren't in any type of – they're not making the playoffs. But here's what I did want to point out. We're getting down to the spot now where it's about 15 to 18 games left uh, per team, I think it is, somewhere up in that range. I think uh, – anyway, it, it's somewhere up in that range. And I think the Lakers are going to start holding guys back even more. Like, I know they kind of put the teaser out there, and I know LeBron played 33 minutes against the Bulls. But I I think these minutes are about to get dialed back more and more game to game, week to week. Uh, I'm really going to start looking at uh, these cheap Lakers, and I don't think you're going to know when it's coming. I just think at some point it's just going to happen. Uh, I'm not saying that you have to – Start your lineups with Wagner and Jonathan Williams and Caruso and, and KCP. I'm not saying you 
you start your lineup with those guys. But I do think if you're multi-entering, especially in a spot against Toronto, going into Toronto, a team that's kind of cruising to the finish line, I, I don't really like any of these expensive Lakers. I don't want to play LeBron. I don't want to play Rondo. Uh, I, I don't want to – well, those are the expensive. I don't want to play Kuzma. The guys I am interested in are your Jonathan Williams, your Morris Wagners, uh, your Caruso's. Th those are the guys I'm looking at for the Lakers because they don't have any incentive to play anybody extended minutes anymore. Yeah, like KCB had a big game the other night out of nowhere. Um, for me, unless we get news here, I, I just don't like anything. Um, you know, I don't want to play LeBron, even though LeBron's ownership the other night was really juicy. Um, I didn't play him, but, you know, I saw people talking about it. Like, the problem is, like, his ceiling is just kind of capped here um, if they're not going to play him a ton of minutes. Um, I'm, I'm giving LeBron the Anthony Davis treatment. If LeBron hits 6K, I'll gladly start firing back up, period. If, uh, why, if he's over 10K, I'm just, I'm just not going to do it because the game he plays 25 minutes, or if they start playing them 25 minutes, you're going to be frustrated every time clicking the LeBron button, knowing that they've already explained to us that his minutes are going to be, be limited. So I'm just – I'm not doing it. Yeah, I think the only guy that I have interest from the Lakers is Kuzma. Um, I think that – I think the Lakers are going to try to make some big moves here in the offseason, um, and Kuzma is going to be one of the pieces that want they want to move. And I think they're going to try to showcase him as much as they can down the stretch. Um, thinking LeBron has Kawhi defense, I, I think Kuzma's the guy that I'm looking at in this spot. But again, I don't feel great about it. Um, if Hart sits, maybe you go back to KCP at, at 3,500. But I still think I like Brandon Knight more. Like you know, that's who I'm going to compare everybody that's you know cheap to. Brandon Knight's like one of my favorite plays on the slate. So. Um, the Toronto side, obviously Ibaka being out likely means Marcus Gasol is going to start. Um, I've already got the report dialed up, my friend. Already got it dialed up. Like they said, he's going to play heavy minutes with no Ibaka over the next three games. So like, is Marcus Gasol the chalk center on this slate? Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, w without question. I'm not even, I, I, I'm not even worried about it. He's going to play, I would say, at a minimum 32 minutes. Now, I may temper expectations on this game because the Lakers are – I think they're in give-up mode. But uh, I, I've got I've got, it, I've got Gasol penciled in for 32 minutes minimum at 5,900. This is too cheap, incredibly too cheap uh, for what I think he, he he's going to be doing here. So – I definitely think he's the chalk. I think he's good chalk. Um, you know, this is one of those days where I don't care if Mark Gasol hits 50%. I think you need to play him. Um, that, but that's just that's just my take on it. You know, the, the tournament guy in me, if this was MLB and I knew a guy was going to hit 50%, the tournament guy in me would hit the X button. But this is NBA. And a uh, guy of his caliber, 5,900, I think you play him. Uh, another guy that, that I really like here, I, I like Pascal Siakam. I, I think this helps Siakam, you know, you know, thrive a little bit more, uh, you know, because Gasol's not going to crowd the rim. He's going to spread it out. Uh, uh, Gasol's going to be looking to make plays. So I, I like Siakam here. 
I, I don't mind Kawhi uh, at 8,700, but I'm just afraid he may not get there, you know, uh, b- because of everything else that's going to be going on. Now, if Kyle Lowry happens to sit, uh, he had had some questionable ankle injury. Nick Nurse said uh, he should be fine, had a day off. But if Lowry happens to sit, then, you know, we're going to employ my three Raptor rule. I'm just going to go ahead and play Jeremy Lin, Siakam, and uh, Kawhi. Well, I guess I'll have four now. And uh, – and Gasol, if Lowry happens to sit, I'm going to play these guys. It's just what you'll have to do. It's crazy. I think Kawhi is probably my least favorite of the group uh, today. Like I, Mark Gasol, like you said, you, you pretty much summed it up. Like you know, he's going to be chalk, but he's chalk for good reason. It's good chalk. It's not bad chalk. Um, it's not dollar store chalk. It's you know Walmart chalk. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, I think Toronto. Um, it's certainly a team we're looking at here. Marcus All is like so much cheaper than Siakam too. He's like a thousand dollars cheaper on DraftKings. So over under on Marcus sixty five hundred uh, next game. Um, give me under. I, I think maybe he hit sixty four. I think it'll be over. Minnesota at Utah. <laughs> Um, no total in this game because Minnesota's team is questionable to play. Um, it's crazy when you're looking at a roster and there's so many question marks, but that's what's happening here with Minnesota, Utah. Um, they're good to go. Covington is out. Luel Deng is out. Derek Rose is questionable. Jeff Teague is questionable and Wiggins is questionable. Cat is questionable, but expected to play. Um, with the knee um so well it's night before tell me what we're doing here in minnesota going into utah um <laughs> possibly not playing anyone because so this game is at nine we probably will get some news a little bit closer to lot than usual now the other night i just took a stab Montias jones on FanDuel because i double punted it at point guard, I played him and and Brandon Knight, uh, and th- thankfully both of those guys were ruled out. And I, I've kind of learned that even though it seems like we shouldn't be playing these guys, I've just learned with Minnesota that if a guy is questionable randomly throughout the day, I think about 80% of the time they've just been ruled out. So I just kind of played the odds, and that's what I think I'm going to do here. As of right now, I'm just going to assume T, Rose, and Wiggins are out. And I know Wiggins was kind of ruled in the other day. I'm just going to assume they're out, and I don't care about Wiggins anyway. I think Tyus Jones is in play. Cat, uh, I think Cat is going to play. Um, I, I think Cat is in play if they can keep the game close for three and a half quarters. Uh, you know, Cat's got some of the highest upside on this slate, and he, he may have some of the lowest ownership here. So Cat is actually one of my favorite tournament plays on the slate. And then we've got uh, Keita Bates shot Once again, uh, if, if he's out, if uh, Wiggins is out, he's going to play 33 minutes. Uh, I think at 3,500, he would be another favorite value play of mine, even against Utah. Uh, I'd still be willing to play him at that price. Yeah, right back to the wall if Wiggins is out for me. Um, 
Yeah, I played Titus Jones the other night on FanDuel as well. Um, obviously, you get the drop score, so you could take a chance. There was no news that was coming yep. out, and yep. we got a guy that was probably supposed to be like forty to fifty percent. That had like I think it was like sixteen or seventeen yeah. percent owned. So percent. That's exactly what it was. Yeah, you gotta take a t- take advantage of the roster construction over there uh, when you can, and that was something that like, hey, it's a drop score. Like even if one of those guys sat the other night, like you're still probably not too bad off. So, um, you know, obviously we're going to be paying attention to the news here and, and trying to see. You know, Utah is on a back to back. That's probably going to help Minnesota a little bit in this game. Um, I hate games that have four question marks and three of them are big time players because it, it just makes it really tough the night before, you know, if these guys get ruled out, I'm probably looking at cat, you know, Marcus is going to be chalk. Can I get off of Marcus all and play some cat for some ceiling for some leverage? Sure. Um, if Wiggins sits like we talked about it, it's just going to the bait shop. Um, it's kind of it's Utah side of things, you know. Obviously, they're on a back-to-back. They're playing right now, so we're assuming that everybody plays. Um, you know, they're playing the Suns, and the Suns are keeping that game close. And um, what are we looking at here as far as Utah goes? You know, I think the biggest question mark on a back-to-back here will probably be rookie Rubio. Um, he's been dealing with that injury a little bit. Like this might be a spot they'd be very careful with him on a back-to-back. Um, any thoughts on the Jazz? Yeah, as as of right now, I don't I don't want to really touch any of them. Now, if Rubio sits, then then there we go. I mean, we'll get Mitchell, point guard Mitchell again, and then also you know we'll get some guys that are that are pretty cheap that should play a few more minutes, like Kyle Korver, like Royce O'Neal, uh, Joe Ingles will probably be more in play. And if if Rubio were to sit, I, I actually think I'd have a lot more interest in Gobert. Uh, as well. Uh, Gobert's been a guy that, as Rubio has sat, uh, I've tried to oh, excuse me, in, incorporate into my builds, and so uh, he would be a guy I would have a little bit uh, more interest in, but as of right now, I'm not really interested in the uh, in the Utah Jazz, but I, I'm sure we'll get some news on them, you know, after, after the game is over. All right, uh, last game that we got here on the docket, Dallas at Denver, 220 total here. Uh, Denver favored by 11. Um, we're just going to say Luke is questionable. He, he's, you know, he said he should play, um, but he's dealing with this discomfort in his knee. Like, Dallas, what are you doing? <laughs> like, you know, what are you doing? Uh, why is this guy on the court right now? I know, like, like uh what are you doing? Um, so we're just going to put Luca as questionable right now. And then Trey Lyles for Denver is still out. What are we doing with Dallas here going into Denver as, um, you know, double, double digit dogs? Well, I think the only guy right now that, that I have big time interest in is Jalen Brunson. I was so disappointed in myself, man. Uh, I got off of him too. I uh, almost hit the Jalen Brunson button. On FanDuel the other night, I stacked um, that game so many different ways. Oh man, I, I almost did. Listen, I didn't have a bad matter of fact. That was last night, as a, as a matter of fact. Well, the night before. Uh, anyway, 
I didn't have a bad night. I, like I said, I ran Brandon Knight and uh, and, and Tyus Jones, but I, I almost hit the Brunson button. But he would be the guy that I'm interested in, even at 5,300 with limited Luka. I like him here. Uh, I've targeted Jamal Murray uh, all year as far as, you know, point guards, and it's been effective. And, you know, listen, Jalen Brunson still got a little bit more ceiling at this at this, uh at this price tag here, he is priced up to 5,300. But I mean, if you look at his last three games, 53, 30, 49. Um, and, and now it looks like they're committed to giving him 30 plus minutes. So even in a blowout, I still think he will play. So I, I really like him here. Uh, I wish I could play uh, Tim Hardaway, which he's still cheap enough, but I, I'm just, I'm not sure the minutes that he's going to get. Uh, Justin Jackson, They've been rolling him out there for, for 20 minutes, and then he dropped down to four minutes. Can't trust him. Uh, Luca, I'm just I'm just not going to play him uh, b- because of this knee thing. Dorian F- Finney-Smith just doesn't have enough ceiling out of all these guys that we were talking about. And we've got a little bit of Maxi Cleaver back in our lives, played 30 minutes the past two games. Did terrible against San Antonio, but, you know, at that price, I'd be willing to take a shot. And then Dwight Powell, I think, is just overpriced. So, like I said, the, the main guy that I'm interested in is uh, is Jalen Brunson. I think he's got the best matchup and the possibility at, at the most upside. Brunson's kind of where I'm at as well. Um, like, I have a little interest in Maxi um, Kebler. Kebler, um, I never say his name right, but I have a little interest here, just because like we know Denver will use their bigs. Steve's played thirty-one and thirty-four minutes over the last two games. Like he just puts together a decent game here, and, and you know he's solid. So yeah. little interest, not a ton. Um, but at thirty-seven hundred, like if I'm I'm wanting to get a little bit of studs in there, and I go um, Maxi and you know um, Brandon Knight. Like I, I could pretty much do whatever I want with my lineup. So I'm certainly considering him just because of the minutes. Like the minutes are so high right now, and Porzingis is really getting close. Like he's playing five on five. I, I think is what they said on the broadcast the night. So mm-hmm. Denver, what are we doing with the Nugs? Man, I wish I could play Gary Harris. I He's just not getting it done. I think this injury has really held him back this year. And I think the other thing that's held him back is the emergence of Monty Morris and Malik Beasley. I mean, they don't have to rely on Gary Harris. If he's struggling, they can just pull him out, plug in one of these guys, and let him roll. Monty Morris has just exploded. Morris is so good. Why is Isaiah – like, Isaiah Thomas finally didn't play any minutes the other night. And I know if you follow Big T on Twitter, he goes off about – he's a Nuggets fan. He goes off about this all the time. But Monte Morris is so good. Why is Isaiah Thomas taking minutes away from him? It's so oh, oh don't I, I'm not gonna rant about it, but <laughs> if they give Monte Morris Isaiah Thomas 15 minutes, and I don't mean to interrupt you, I love Monte Morris today as a potential tournament play, hoping that we're done with this Isaiah Thomas experience and they just let Monte Morris do his thing. Yeah, um, listen, I mean, he's, he's one of my favorites today uh, because I, I, I think I think Luka needs to sit. And, I'm, I, and I, I know we're not talking about Dallas, but this is going to affect Denver. 
if Luca sits, Dallas doesn't stand a chance here. I mean, they they just they don't. And you know how I feel about blowouts, but they're on the road too. They're much yeah, worse on the road. They're, they're awful, the road. awful yeah. on the road. I mean, if you watch the last two games, and even when they played Washington and Brooklyn last week, my goodness, they just they just got destroyed. So, um, Monty Morris is going to be one of my favorite plays. If I get any inkling that even if Luca's in, I think you play Monty Morris here. I think I still think he's going to get the minutes. Um, you can play Jokic. I, I don't want to play him here. You can play Paul Millsap. I don't want to play him here. I I think you can get away with playing Gary Harris at thirty nine hundred. The price is just finally, man, he's cheap. He but but him Harris and Beasley. I mean, and Morris. Excuse me, are my two guys. Jamal Murray is still cheap enough as well, but I don't think you need him here. But uh, Monty Morris, he's my number one play from Denver today. No, number one. I'm with you. He's my number one play from Denver as well. Um, I got excited. I was really, I was ready to talk about that spot. Like I, I was really pumped the other night that Isaiah Thomas didn't get any run, and Gary Harris got 28 minutes, and Monte Morris got 27 minutes. So anyway, um, let's play the morning grind game, and then we're gonna get out of here. I'm gonna go get some sleep. Um, heading back out to the players to enjoy a little bit of a golf tournament. Um. Give me your favorite over or under. We only have three of them. Uh, you can pick one of the games that doesn't have it if you want. Um. Well, I think I think I'm gonna take one that that, that doesn't have it. Give me sack Boston. I'm, I'm gonna take it over in this game. All right, I'm gonna take the under in the Utah game. I don't care what the total is in that game. I'm gonna yeah. take the under. I like the under in the Pacers game as well. Um, yeah. I don't. I don't like betting unders, but no, nobody. Like, but it's the sharp play, man. Um, favorite play under five K to seven X today. Who do you got? Oh man, so many guys that we talked about. So many guys, man. I'm just gonna have to stick with Monty Morris, man. I, I like him here. Um, I'm just. I'm rolling with Monty. You take Monte. I'll take Brandon Knight. Those are probably our two favorite value plays that we talked about on the podcast today. Um, over eight K, not the five X. Who's your bust? Man, I have I have some guys today. I'm going to roll with my guy. I don't usually bet against this guy. Um, I, I'm I'm going to take Jokic. I think LeBron's too easy. I could easily give you LeBron. I, I, there's no way he five X is in this spot. But I'm going to take Jokic here. All right, you're going to take Jokic. I'm going to take your boy, Paul George. Um, again, I, I like the shot attempts for Paul George. I just don't like this game. Um, I already, I just said it. I don't like the over in this game. I like the under. Um, I just don't like this game as a whole. I, I don't think Westbrook can potentially gets the 5X in this game either. I, I think it's going to be really slow. I, I think the Pacers are going to slow this game down and the Thunder being on a back-to-back, they're going to be okay with slowing this game down. So, Dude, listen, I didn't talk about this and look, nobody's going to shut down Russell Westbrook, okay? Ever. But man, but man, props to Darren Collison. Like, if you've been playing DFS or watching the games, like, Darren Collison has just been shutting point guards down, left and right, every game. It's It's been amazing. Like, and, and, and shout out to the Pacers for not giving up on their season 
just because Victor Oladipo is out. Love Victor Oladipo, man. Wishing him a speedy recovery. But, man, shout out to the Pacers for continuing to fight to the finish line. Probably going to still make the playoffs as a six or seven seed. But, man, just shout out to those guys, man. Sorry, I didn't mean to hog that up. Oladipo doesn't get hurt. Like, we're talking about the Pacers as a potential oh, top man. three team in the East because of how good they've been defensively. So, Yes. Um. All right, favorite 6X guy. Who's your 6X guy that we're looking at here on the slate? Oh, man, I'm taking Kyrie today. Kyrie Irving, that's what I'm rolling with. I don't typically take the chalk, but if I had to pick one guy to bet on to just get 6X today – it's Marcus All. Uh, and like yeah. I, I I'm not a chalky player, but that just tells you like he he's like my favorite guy. You're just looking at it and you're like, he's probably going six X more times than he doesn't in this spot. Uh so for me, it, it's definitely Marcus All and I like I like being contrarian and I'll have my contrarian baseball takes, but like basketball, you just play this type of guy and you know, you'd be different somewhere else. Yeah, man, you know, we'll get in that another day. I'm not going to rant about some of the differences between MLB and NBA chalk, but I do think that's an important topic, Stevie. I know we could probably talk about that for 15, 20 minutes strong. We'll get into that another day, but I'm with you, man. You just, this is the type of chalk you just, you take it. That's right. On that note, we're going to get out of here for this Thursday. I hope everyone has an awesome Thursday. And uh, uh, as always, I appreciate Will joining me here on the podcast. We'll be back tomorrow talking some more basketball. Good luck in your contest, and we will see you then.